Episode 56. Just remember me. Remember me. I will come down here and I will fuck you up. Sorry. Wait a minute. Hey, hey, hey. Wait, you're not, are you crying? Just let me go. Oh my, we, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm did. I'm sorry. I'm not in my right head. I understand, my mom's going through menopause too. It's a hard time. What'd you say? You're going through menopause? I'm not going through menopause. I'm not gonna go through menopause for like 20 years. and the guy, the man, the myth, the legend is on the other side of the mic making uh, his family dinner right now, uh, I guess using the air fryer, using, uh, making chicken wings and some, uh, some, some uh, what do you call it, uh, you said french fries, you see, right? Yeah, some fries and wings, so, so fans, please bear with me as I will be getting up, I will be getting down, if you hear noise, <laughs> it's me shaking the fries and putting the wings in the sauce and doing all of the things, so. Just bear with me if you hear a little bit of noise. I will be uh, kind of up and down as I, the fries are probably about to ding here in just a minute. So we have Guy Ferrari right here, <laughs> Mr. Guy Ferrari from Oklahoma City, and yes. hopefully, and hopefully he doesn't instead of uh, banging the pots and pans, he doesn't have to, you know, hit hit one of his kids upside of the head like he said he yes. was about, he said he was about to. Yes, One of my children might get in the way uh, <laughs> as I'm arguing with Jesus tonight, but. Uh, I'll try. I'll try to keep it as PG as possible. Yes, keep it as PG as possible in front of the children, you see, <laughs> for the for the kids. Right? Yes. Uh, um, our guy Eric. Um, sorry, Eric. Who the hell is Eric? Uh, Matt uh, has the night off. I guess he had some family come in. Uh, from what he from what he told us, and he's dealing with the, his family coming into um, Mobile, Alabama. Or Alabama. That's where he's from. You see, right? Yeah, well, Bill, got some family. Shout out to Matt. Hopefully he's listening. Hopefully the family got there safely. I know there were storms here in Oklahoma. I know they had just got through some, so hopefully everybody's there and safe, and hopefully Matt's tuning in. Yeah, yeah. Well, you see, let's, let's, <laughs> let's get to breast tacks. Um, we had two matches. Um, we've had, a, in my opinion, we've had an hour and 50 minutes of... What's that ambient, ambient football? I call it ambient football. <laughs> I fell asleep. I, I want to say I wanted to fall asleep during the, 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 the Granada match. It was That match was so horrible. Fortunately, you know, my, my scoreline prediction of 1-0 didn't hold up. It, you know, we, we pulled it out 2-0. I think you called 2-0 um, yep, for, that, for that match. But that match was just, I don't know about you. I mean, I could have, I could have, I, you know, I'm going to live without watching it. The match I want to talk about uh, is is the match we had the weekend because we started off, again, 20 minutes into the match, just like we left off Granada. And pretty much the same lineup, other than what Cavani started uh, compared to you know Greenwood had started the, um, the, against Granada. Am I correct? Yeah, I think that was the only big change, um, if I'm remembering correctly. I'd have, I may have to yeah. go back and look because 
Um, and James didn't start. James didn't start. James was on the bench. Yeah, he's, he was on the bench as well. Yeah, so pretty much the same lineup. Mm-hmm. I, w- I would say almost the same formation, even though I felt like, you know, they kind of looked like they got into a 4-4-2 mm-hmm. against Spurs for a little bit there. It kind of looked like Bruno was almost playing striker um, next to Cavani there for a little bit. They were, they were all kind of interchanging, to be honest. But as, but as far as formation, it changed a little bit. Um, you had Pogba further up the, the, the pitch uh, to start the game out. So I didn't really see too much of a double pivot. I know, you know, there's been some fans that have been saying, you know, there was still, you know, the Fred McTominay was still there. So they were kind of the double pivot. I just felt like they were a little bit further up the pitch, so it didn't really look like they were well, receiving the ball off, off the center back. Compared to Granada, that's that's the key, right? Paul Pogba was put back in a, in a more uh, central position, um, and and then against Tottenham, obviously he was up um, up on the right hand side as starting position. Obviously he flowed, you know, through the middle, uh, you know, just like this, like all our up, you know, forward kind of forward slash midfielders, because really, it's, you know, like we play the four, what two, three you know, one. So those three positions are really not in the, not, they're really not considered forwards, in my opinion. Um, uh, if you play Bruno and Pogba, you know what I mean? Up there in the, the three, right? Um, you know, you think the forwards are, you know, the Greenwoods, the Martials, the Rashfords, you know, playing up, you know, in that, in that kind of, that kind of set. But the difference is that, um, you know, Fred, I guess was the, the, the same, the same, uh, it was in the same position. Uh, against Granada with Paul Pogba playing alongside of him, I thought you know I thought Paul would be playing you know be playing Paul more in advancing a role against Granada, and that's what he started off with. With, and then for some reason, it just it it looked like you know everything just came back you know came back to you know came back to you know what you know the usual you know him playing a more deeper line midfield whatnot. And then just the game was the pace of the game with Granada slower. Whereas against um, Tottenham, for the first 20 minutes, it was bad. And in my opinion, it was, you know, I, I watched I had, a, I had a, I watched the first 20 minutes and then I had, I had to get on the road, come up here to Houston. So I missed the, you know, the second, you know, uh, half of the match or second half of the first half. And then obviously the second half of the match because I had a, you know, a couple hours drive. Um so I didn't get to see every, you know anything live, so I had to watch everything in replay. Um, and you know, listening to your your and, and seeing your Matt Matt's correspondence and text, you know about about what happened with the the goal, uh, the disallowed goal, again the goal against Tottenham. You know, I was ex- I was expecting to see the same crap that we um, that we had in the first twenty minutes, and that wasn't that I mean that wasn't. I guess it didn't really really ring true because I'm not saying we had a perfect first half. Um, we not a perfect first half. I'm saying we'd have we didn't have an expansive, free flowing first half. I think we we limped into halftime um, off of off of um, you know off of what could have been a goal. But I thought after uh, shortly before the the disallowed goal, we'll talk about that because there's been a lot of controversy of what happened there. Um, I thought we started playing more, you know, more direct. Uh, Pogba was getting, you know, getting positions. You know, I think his header, he had a header uh, that bounced, you know, that he, you know, again, I'm not going to get, you know me, I don't give Paul Pogba too much credit. Uh, it was a, you know, it was a, it was a deflected header that went to, to, to Cavani and then Rashford freaking boomed it in. Uh, he think, I, in my opinion, he took one too many touches. He, he you know, he, I think he could have got it off the, you know, off the bounce. Uh, from Cavani, 
but he, you know, he he um, he um, he he took one more touch, you know, tried to bang it in, and then you know the you know the keeper deflected it. Um, I guess you could say to the to the left of him, um, and that was one of the best chances in the first half. And then then obviously we had the disallowed goal, but it seemed like I said everything started clicking after you know after that point somewhere after twenty minutes, and then. Again, we have we've had you know I mean, there's been a lot of controversy of what happened with McTominay. The build-up to that uh, it was a throw-in, you know, a throw-in, and then um, what? No, I'm sorry, that was the goal actually. Uh, we had the you know McTominay on the ball, you know, him kind of like it was a football move. Obviously, you know, he's kind of turning around. You know, I mean, I don't know, I don't know anybody in the world that's running around. And then, you know, that tries to turn and does not use her hands to turn. Unfortunately, he caught, again, it's, again, it's, you know, it's, it's a minute, you know, minute, you know, like, you know, you know millimeters, centimeters, what, what do you really call it? He hit son in the head, son, you know, shit, he had brain damage apparently from that freaking, you know, from that hit. Uh, went down, you know, like a sack of potatoes. Uh, obviously, you know, from Paul, I think, I mean, from McTominay went to Paul, Paul made a play and then freaking Cavani just, you know, um, Paul nutmegged his man in the pass and then Cavani just would have put a hell of a freaking shot in nutmegging, nutmegging the goalkeeper and then VAR. Then we went to the infamous, the infamous VAR. We're going to talk about, you know, after we, we, we do this game recap, you see, I really want to talk about. The disallowed goal because there's many there's many there's many layers to that. Obviously, what happened? What happened with the disallowed goal? When then the VAR call uh, alongside of that, and then we can get into the Mourinho um, Mourinho Ole war not a war of words. It's more of a it's not even a war. It's more of a pitter patter kind of a you know titter for tat tit for tat kind of thing. And then I think. Um, uh, all his son kind of got, got into the, got into the, you know, uh, the action uh, when he when asked about it. Okay, we have the disallowed goal, um, and I, I'm not again. It's one of those things. It I don't know if that woke us up in per se because we it, we were playing a little. I think we were playing a little better before the the disallowed goal, but. You know the way the the style of play, the the way we were direct, you know the the passing, the 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 mid from the the build up from the the back to the you know from using our backs, uh, even with Scott and Fred. Um, I mean they're I mean they're they're they are what they are. Their 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 talent is as far as their talent's going to get them. And I know a lot of people you know players were like, oh they're shit. No, I thought they did well for given what they did. Their talent, um, you know um, Bruno. I didn't. I, if you told me Bruno was in the in the first twenty minutes was in the starting lineup, I couldn't. I could say what Bruno's actually playing right now, and I'm and I'm giving the, him that. I'm giving the, him that moniker, uh, actually for pretty much the first half. I mean, I didn't see Bruno. I didn't see him on the. I mean, I didn't notice him pretty much on the ball on the ball. Um, and then second half comes around. Okay, we give the goal to Son. Uh, Son, you know, makes his, you know, you know, redemption, you know, Jesus comes, you know, rises on the third day after, you know, this, you know, brutal, you know, the attack. And then, you know, Son gets his goal. Boom. Bangs it in. 
we go into halftime, and you're right. Um, uh, we come out gangbusters in the second half, and the pit, the the play was was you know was was more direct. Um, we you know it was different from what we saw what we've seen for the past hour and fifty minutes, in my opinion, and different, good in a good way, but it's different because why don't we play like that all the time? And this is my, that's why I'm getting, I'm, this is why I get kind of pissed at United. That's why I keep an even keel. That's why I don't get too hot, too cold. I don't, I don't, um, I don't uh, overreact on people's performances because of the fact of that um, we, you know, we played 30, 30 minutes of good football. I mean, it wasn't great either. Um, it was, you know, it was, we, you know, we controlled the second half. I think Tottenham, uh, when I looked, before I left, Tottenham had more possession of the ball uh, before I left. And that was within, like I said, within the first 20 minutes. And I think I, I still, there were still, uh, they, win, they won possession the first half, the first half of, of football when I checked it last, uh, when I was on the road. Um, so we can't say that we dominated the first half by possessing the ball. Uh, but Dean Anderson... Uh, to give the man credit, uh, he is kind of shutting people up. And, he I mean, yes, everybody said, you know, he's more of an aggressive come out. He's going to come out to the ball. But he did show the he, he did show the Spanish pirouettes like uh, De Gea did, using his, you know, using his feet, you know, to, to deflect a, a goal shot. I want to say it was Harry Kane or was it Son? It was Harry Kane, right? I think it was um, Kane, yeah. Yeah, Kane. Um, the, the, our backs, uh, in the second half, uh, AV, you know, Aaron Wambasaka has been shitting on, uh, here recently. And I thought, you know, my personal opinion, I guess compared to his past performances, uh, I thought he had a great game because, you know, obviously Aaron's going to do what Aaron's going to do defensively. Uh, the goal again with San, you know, it could be debated on who should have got that. I think Linda Loff, I think was at fault for that. If I remember correctly. Uh, I was Aaron. Aaron, okay. Yeah, he screwed up again. He did, it's, it's his positioning. I, his one-on-one yeah. skills you can't question. His positioning is just. But he's got to work. You have it. to admit, Aaron's advanced advanced play this past game was getting a lot better. And I don't know if it's because he had um, he had a more experienced player as as Rashford on the left. You know, because Rashford plays on the left on the flanks. Now you know on the right. If he has a more experienced you know more experienced player, other than you know. James or Greenwood, um, you, you know, he, he looked better. You know, he was getting up the advance more. Uh, and then, obviously, Luke Shaw is doing what Luke Shaw does, you know, for this season. It's just hands down, guys, you know, he should win player of the He's year. Player of the year. Uh, yeah, player absolutely. Period. He's player of the season. You know. Um, you know, our midfield, you know, controlled uh, and looked good attacking. Um, McTominay looked good, uh, you know, like I said, in my opinion. Uh, Bruno, again, it's just... He just has, I don't know if he's in a funk or what, you know, or he, it's just the fact that we look at the, the goals that he brings in, you know, and our penalty kicks and, you know, the little flicks that he creates once in a while. But it's just, he it didn't have that, he didn't have that control of the midfield. I looked again, uh, I know, you know, you know, you, you and I have, have had our, um, um, you know, disagreements about Pogba. I looked again and, you know, I'm, I'm still sticking to what I said. Paul Pogba had a good game. Good game. World-class game? No. Boss game? No. Um, you know, he got. Di- I saw him get dispossessed many a times. 
Um, yes, he held up the ball. When, but I mean, what the fuck are you supposed to do? The guy's fucking six, fucking what, six four, six five, and he's playing somebody so 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 much smaller. I would expect him to do that. So I mean, what he's doing is not really, it's not really world class. It's, I mean, my opinion, but that's in my opinion. Cavani, um, he was making good runs and he was getting play, and 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 um, I think that you know. The the thing that he can't really rely on Cavani and it is it is on his on his health and especially you know putting him out there and you know with the, with his future, but the guy was doing what a striker does, and then Rashford, god damn man, if, if we had a healthy Rashford, you see, I mean how do you, I mean do you think this team would have been playing a lot better, man? Because the dude dude was making plays, but then man, you know he was trying to make a defensive run and. The dude, I mean, he gave up because the dude's hurt. You know what I mean? And that's the factor. That's the factor with his team. It's like, I don't know if Ole is just stubborn, you know, and not trusting people, you know, but he's going to run this team into the ground by playing Bruno too much, by playing Rashford too much. And and I'm, what I'm saying too much is just overplaying him. Yes, give Paul. If, if Paul Pogba needs to play in a more advanced role, play him in the number 10 position, because I think he's better, you know, he'd be better at that. You've on, you and you, you and I have agreed, right, that Paul needs to play up more, more of the pitch. And yes, it showed, it showed this week, the fact that Nino's passing, you know, and you know, I'm really he's finishing. I really hope he, he would have done a lot better because I think we 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 could have scored what two more goals, but he didn't have that. He does he doesn't have he doesn't have that in his locker when he's when he's you know his backs to the goal, you know, 15, 20, 30 yards away from the pitch. Boom, the guy is a cannon. But when he's back to the goal, he's trying to make a move. He doesn't have it in his locker. But, um, you know, put him higher up the pitch. Give Bruno a rest. Um, or, hell, maybe put Bruno in the, you know, off, off to the right. But it's just something, you know, something needs to happen. Am I happy with the win? Yes, EC. I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not coming on here. I'm not poo-pooing on, on United's win. But I want to be realistic because the inconsistencies of, you know, the comparisons from Granada from the first 20 minutes to the second half. Basically, it took it, it, it took 30 minutes for us to get their heads out of our ass and play a great match. So on average, you're going to take a shitty half and a good half, a great half. You're going to have a good game, period. That's an average, right? I mean, I mean, don't give me this, you know, oh, you know, blah, 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 man of the match. Killed it, bossed it. You know, you're going to take two halves because football is two halves, right? 45 minutes, 45 minutes. You're going to take two halves, put them together. Let's give an overall performance. And then let's, 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 you know, let's judge a man, judge a man on that. <sighs> given that, given that with injuries we have, with Martial out, I think Greenwood and Rashford again, Greenwood and Rashford have a knock. I don't know what to expect coming into the Granada game on Thursday. I don't know what to expect. I guess we play Burnley on Sunday. We play Burnley on Sunday, right? Um, so it's just the anxiety as a United fan that I really can't rejoice is because where are we going from here? What position are we going? What I mean, what are we doing? What are we doing? You see, you tell me. You, you, you. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna lay on my couch here. I'm gonna lay on my couch as a, as a battered United fan. All right, you're gonna be my doctor. You're gonna be my Sigmund Freud. You know, you're gonna be my Sigmund Freud. I'm gonna lay on this couch and you tell me everything's gonna be okay and you pat my bottom, okay? <laughs> well, here's the thing. I think, 
I think what we have to what we have to start to do as fans uh, of United is we kind of have to look at you know year two of the project. And we also have to look at the fact of you know where we are in European football right now. We're we're in uh, you know I think a good position, and I think ultimately what you've got to do is you've got to look at it from a standpoint of what's the what's the point of being in these competitions, right? So if you're looking at Europe and you're looking at Granada, I'm not going to disagree. It was a boring game, but what you're supposed to do with that game is you're supposed to win it, right? No one's going to look back. Let's say we win this thing, right? Let's say we lift the trophy and, and everyone's happy. No one's going to look back and go, well, they played like shit in the quarterfinals. No one's going to say that. What you do away from home in the quarterfinal is you win that match. You score at least a goal. We were, we were lucky enough to get two goals. Shout out to Bruno for getting another penny. Um, I know a lot of people call him uh, Fernandez, but, uh, you know, he made it happen. The keeper should have probably stopped it, but he didn't. And so when you look at having a two-goal lead, that enables your coach to be able to come back to Old Trafford and now maybe rest some players and get, get them ready for, for the Burnley match. So I think you have to put it into perspective. Yes, the game was boring. However, the goal for us right now is really just to win games. And so if we're able to go into a game, it's, it may not be what we want to see, but I think ultimately all fans just want to win. So was I about to go to sleep during the Granada game? Absolutely. You need a Red Bull, right? Yeah, you, you would have had to, <laughs> to watch that game. But I I what, what so you boring. want, <laughs> right. But what you, what you want on the road, like I said before, you want a goal and we got two. And so now you can come back home. You can you can rest some players if you want to. You got a two goal cushion, and then there are away goals as well, so they count more than they would um, as as regular goals. And so I understand where you're coming from. I'm not going to sit up here and try to to lie to you. However, it it, it kind of puts it, you you have to put things into perspective. And so what I've been trying to do, and it's hard for me. I want to see what happens once we get done, right? So when the game's over, ninety plus minutes is over. What's the score? If if we come out on top, yeah, I'm I me and you, we have the ability and the right, and also obviously the privilege to be able to criticize players and say, hey, you could have done better in certain instances. It could have been faster. We could have scored more goals. Yeah. And so yeah, we're we're able to do those things. But again, you have to put it into perspective what we're doing. Where are we at right now? Second place, and also probably in my opinion, we've got one foot into the uh, semifinal of the of the European Cup. Go ahead. You always, I mean, you always tell me, I mean, you always bag on me, you know, when I say English Premier League, best league in the world, best league in the world, best league in the world, best league in the world. When, and then you always bring up the thing, well, what place are we? What place are we? Second place. Second place. What place is, was Granada? Granada's in ninth. 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 And they may be, they may be lower than that after yes, this weekend. After I'm not, this week, I'm not sure where they are right now. So when you said that, and when, when last week when you, when you when you brought that to my attention, I'm like, okay, is it the fact that we played down to our competition as players? I mean, as Manchester United, or is that who we are? Well, I think the team is Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. I mean, I think for me, there's games where I go, man, everyone's clicking and, and things right. are amazing, and then there's a Granada game where I go, we're grinding out a win, mm-hmm. we're getting a late penalty that shouldn't have been a penalty, but we get it, and we move on. So I don't think that the team is done i don't i kind of i kind of liken it to a chef and, and i know you've heard this analogy before he's got some ingredients he's mixing things up and he's got he's got something in the oven right now 
And he's not mixing in the mixing bowl anymore. He's got something in the oven, but it's not done. Mm-hmm. Like he still needs players, I think. And I think, you know, what's what's going on here lately with the board being excited about what he's doing on and off the pitch, with their talks about their being able, with us being able to actually sell players, there may, be, there may be more money in the kitty for him to be able to spend during the summer. I think that then allows him to go out and say, I would like Erlen Holland. I would like Varane. I would like, you know, whoever the player is that that's going to propel me to be able to take this cake out of the oven and actually show you what I want to do. But I think right now it's difficult for us, me, I'll speak for myself. I want things to be the way they were 2013 and, and, and before that when I started watching it. And so when you fast forward it and you're going, they have the same uniforms, right? They have the same stadium, right? But the performances aren't the same. And so it, it, we all have to kind of take a step back and say, what happened when Sir Alex Ferguson first got to the club? First year wasn't that good. Second year wasn't that good. Third year getting a little bit better. Fourth year still not that good, but he won an FA Cup and it helped him because people were ready to kick him out too. Mm-hmm. So with projects, as projects go, I, you already know how I feel about Ole. You know he's not my favorite. But if they were to stop the project now, right, and bring a new guy in, I don't care, I don't care who it was, we would again have the same situation of yeah. new manager coming in. I want these players. I don't want these players. I, so I'm, I'm to the point where now I'm like, look, I, I honestly feel like second place is ours. I don't think we're going to lose it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I know who we have left. But but everyone that we play would also have to lose their games too, you know, or, or win all of their games as well for us to not have second place. So I think second, third at the at the minimum, I think that's that's pegged on. I think now the the only thing that, that I'm fearful of, and I'm not really that fearful of, is Arsenal because they might lose, they might go out tomorrow or Thursday, excuse me. And if they go out, I really think we're I think we'll win that cup. I think we have the players to win that cup. So for me, the way that I'm looking at it right now, he's got an opportunity to win a European trophy. He'll he'll get Champions League football, which will attract the best players in the world. And I think if you look at it, we're what, 11 to 8 points behind City right now. We won't catch them. That's not going to happen. No. You've got to look at it and go, okay, you lost by about 20 to 18 points last season. You've moved up in points and you could possibly win a trophy. That's not great. That's not what we are striving to be. I am with you on that, but it's moving in the right direction. And I think that's what you've got to look at it. You've got to take it in, 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 in small bites, look at it, and judge him after, give him a couple more years. I don't want to restart all over again. I'd like, to re, I'd like him to continue to go, continue to build, and, and I think still put the pressure on his neck. Me and you and Matt just keep on saying, hey, look, it, if things don't go right, we're not just going to sit here and kiss your butt because because you're Ole and because you've got a second place and you, you might have got us a trophy. We're not going to do that. We're going to continue to say, look, these are the things we need to improve on. He as a manager has to improve on things as well. So, no, I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not looking at it and saying it's great because it's not. But what are the end results? Right. If the end results are trophies, if the end results are Champions League, sign, sign me up for that all day long. Yeah, again, it's when you talk about the league, and this is I think me and uh, it's when Hunter and I had a um, had a our pod. Uh, I think it was right before spring break when he was on. It was just him and I. Uh, I think it was right after the West 
So it was Sid, no, it was actually Crystal Palace. When we go to Crystal Palace and draw, right? And the next week we go to, and then we, and then we beat City. Um, I want to say I thought right before that we played Chelsea to a draw. No, yeah, we played again on goal aggregate. Uh, then we played Chelsea, right? We drew against Chelsea and we, we drew against the Crystal Palace. 2-2. And we saw the style of play Ole did in both of those matches. It was like him and Han, deep, you know, defense, defense. And Hunter and I was like, he was just trying to justify, look, he's just trying to hold points. He's just trying to hold points. And I was, you know, I was here on the pod like slamming my table. Because like, he kept saying, we're not going to catch City. We're not going to catch City. That's six points right there. City dropped points this weekend, right? City can be had. And we, <laughs> by doing so, by dropping six points, I mean, yeah, with 11 points, we'd still be, what, five points behind City? You know? But that's a chance. Not, it's, it's, in, it's a grasp. Yes, we're not, the, you know, things are not to play out, whatnot. But if we actually took those teams to the task, and not just sit back in him and all and hope for a draw like we did. That's what pisses me off about this whole thing. No, it, it, it's frustrating, but I think we have to, again, we have to look at ourselves in the mirror. And I think the players have to because they did have first place. They were top of the table. And it's the same thing when you look at Atletico Madrid. Atletico Madrid are 14 points clear. Look at them now. They're only one point clear, I think, as the table stands. So Football is crazy. Football, you know, it goes from, you know, everything's going great and, and your team's ready to roll and you're going to lift the trophy. And then all of a sudden you go you go on a, on a, on a, on a bad spell. So I, I do not, like I said before, he is not my favorite manager at this moment in time. But I have to always, with Ole, I have to hold my hands up and say there are moments where I go, okay, the guy kind of gets it right now. And then there's moments where I go, what the hell are you doing? That's him. That's the roller coaster ride that 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 he is that he has been since been, since we've gotten him. Mm-hmm. It's been everything's going great, everyone's happy, or oh my god, they're gonna fire this guy tomorrow if he doesn't win. And what does he usually do? He usually comes out with some win that you like. We're playing City the next week, and you're going, oh, we're gonna get we're gonna get thrashed, and he comes out winning, and they don't even score. So again, I want him to get better. I want the board to back him. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and then I want to see more progression. Again, I'm not going to sit up here and, and say, you know, all praise due to, to Ole if we get third place again. That's not progression. Again, no, you know, no trophies. I'm not going to – if we go out of the European Cup, I'm going to be on his neck. Because, again, I, I know people downplay it because it's not the Champions League trophy and it's not the best trophy. And I agree with you. It is not the best trophy. But I think if you're in a competition and you are the – best team you should be lifting the trophy so i'll i'll be on his neck you know i i i've got respect for ix and i think uh roma's still in it arsenal i've got respect for all those clubs but i think we're better teams and i think you know at the end of the day if if we're in that competition with those guys we should be the ones i don't know where the final is but we should be the ones lifting the trophy um um, during that final game no question i I think again granada you know he should be able to come into that game and rest at least four to five players. I know I know a lot of people don't like that, but Ahmad should play. Mm. You know, there's no reason why Motley, I don't know if Mots is healthy, but if, if he were healthy. He's on the bench. He, like play, I said, he's on the bench. He, he's, we can't play. He, he should step in. Mm. Bruno should take a rest. And then again, like like to your point, 
City dropped points to a team that I didn't think they were going to drop points to, but they did. And I'm not, I'm not on here talking about us winning the league this year. I think it's off. But I do think you show people like they did against Tottenham, this, we are the second best team in the Prem. Mm-hmm. We are. And, and, and it's not Liverpool. They're not even close. It's not Chelsea. Like, we have the best squad in England, second best squad, excuse me, in England. It's no question. And I think they proved that. And I think they proved that against a squad who still has aspirations to be in Champions League and, and can still win a big trophy. Not a big trophy soon, but they can still win a trophy over Manchester City um, towards the end of the season. I think I think they're in the final of the Carabao. Uh, and cup. I think, and to, your, to your point, compared to like our peers, uh, obviously we, there are several peers that are still in the Champions League. You know, City, uh, Chelsea, and Liverpool are still in the Champions League, so we can't really compare you know <laughs> ourselves to them. But what we can, what we actually can do is say, look. Liverpool, I'm gonna. I'm actually calling a Liverpool. Fuck Liverpool. I'm calling you out right now. Um, last year you had a dream, a dream season, no injuries. Now you want to cry and bitch this year that you had injuries. We're in, uh, yeah, we're not winning the league. Man City had injuries at the beginning of the year. They, you saw what, where they at, where they, where they were at. Deborda was out. We've had injuries all year, all year. We're in second place. And you want to bitch and cry about fucking Virgil van Dyke, And oh my god, we're in what? They're not even Champions League position right now. You know what I mean? It's the shit like that. It pisses me off. So, you know, Liverpool, This is I know this is a family, this is a family podcast. <laughs> and EC, I hope you're not you're not getting the chicken nuggets out of the oven right now. To where you, you, nah. your, your kids can... Nah, I'm all good. You're good? I'm, I'm locked in. So Liverpool, <laughs> Liverpool, go fuck yourself. All right, especially that motherfucker <laughs> last week. Uh, you know that T-shirt, what, whatever his name is, dude. The dude called me out uh, or us out of our podcast name because he's been a Liverpool fan all his life. But you know he's a little millennial that freaking you know freaking go has a safe place and lives in a safe house and you know snowflake ass motherfucker. Um, spotlight, I guess. No, no, it's not Spotlight. I don't know what his name was. Easy, whatever his name was. I forgot all about that. Yeah, this this little cocksucker. Uh, Sean, I don't give a fuck. Anyways, that dude, Liverpool fan guy. Um, yeah, don't cry. Hey, injuries happen. It's how you deal with the injuries. And fortunately enough, we've uh, had our injuries sporadic. You know, to where we can deal with it, and it happens, man. And yes, it, it's a testament. It's a testament to our team. And I forget the, the talent that we have on our, our team because of the way we play. And if it wasn't for the real talent that we've had on our team, we wouldn't be in the same position. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, that's second, why people that's why people talk crap about Ole. Yeah. That's why that's why there's an argument there to say if you get a Thomas Tuchel at United, if you get a Poch at United, would we be challenging for first? Would we have lost the position we had in first? It, you can question it yeah. because we had it. So, so yeah, no, I think, but again, you know, if, if this is his second season, full but, season, you know, he's learning his job. I don't like that. I don't think United is a job that you get in to, to learn how to coach football. So that pisses me off too. But again, you know, I think he was put in place because we were in a transition when he was in the person he replaced was a bit of an asshole. Tottenham fans are seeing that now. And we're, he made things a little bit happier. We're talk about that here shortly. 
And I just think that, you know, when he came in, there was a bounce. You know, there was a joy. You know, we're, we're winning games, you know, and everybody was happy. And so they said, let's roll with it because we know the fans love him and we're winning. So, you know, let's go for it, which is not a, a traditional United move. We usually don't move that fast. We usually wait and bet a little bit longer and, and get a veteran guy that knows um, what he's doing. So, look, I, I again, I put my hands up, man. I give the cat credit. We're in second place. I know we got knocked out of Champions League, which is not good, um, but he can still win a trophy um, this season. So, you know, it's just, it's got to get better. He, you're not at that type of club, an Arsenal, a Spurs, where getting better is, well, we got Champions League again. That He's going to have pre- every single season. And for, and, and it's, I think it's great. He will be under pressure to win the league mm-hmm. every season. And, it, and if he can't do that, people like me and you, and I think we have the right to do so, yeah. are going to say, why aren't we better? Now, if it's because he doesn't get his players and it comes out that, you know, he's trying to get X, Y, Z and they're no, no, we're going to do ABC. Okay. But it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, fans like me and you, we know what United, we're, what, when we came into, we're used to lifting trophies and not, not, Euro, not the Europa League trophy. We're used to lifting the Champions League trophy. We're used to lifting the Premier League trophy. And so he's going to have to get back to that. That's what he's used to. So he's going to have to get back to that. Um, I don't think he has any more than two seasons. Um, and I think after that, they'll look at it and go, okay, look at, you know, we, we let you ride for about four seasons. What do you have to show for it? You know, if it's just Champions League, I think at that point he'll be gone. Um, I know for me, I don't think fans are going to say, well, you know, we'll, uh, give him four more. I don't think that's going to happen. But I think at least two more seasons. Next season's huge for him. Um, because like I said, I think he's solidified Champions League. Um, and I think that's going to attract some of these players that he's trying to go for. But, but uh, you know, we're, we're all going to have to wait and see. I think, well, next season's huge for him because depending on... <clears throat> oh, how, how, how do I put this? All right. Ole, I guess what since Ole's been there, since Mourinho's left, our youth academy prospects have, you know, come in hand over fist. I don't yeah, give that man credit. Absolutely. His vision, uh, his vision in, in creating a, a future class of '92. I'm not saying these kids are, you know, that at that level because they're still kids. But the the vision that he's what he's doing because Mourinho wouldn't do that, right? No, Mourinho no. is gonna buy, 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 buy. This dude wanting to invest in the club and grassroots and raising these kids like you know like we have with Rashford. Like we have the Greenwood, and we're seeing we're seeing the fruits of that labor, you know, you know, from Van Hal to whomever whomever you know started cultivating these kids. I, probably Sir Alex, right? I think. Um, I think well, if the, you look at the new football director yeah. of football, he's he's got a lot to do with a lot yeah. of these kids. Murtau, who, who are Murtau, there. Murtau, what his name is? Yes, John. Yeah, you know, it's that factor. That's that's the whole thing that I kind of. As a fan, I want to say, okay, look, I don't want to get rid of this 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 vision because it's 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 internal, it's it's organic, you know. Um, we've seen the Mourinho's and and Van Hals and you know, let's spend buy buy. I mean, we know Mourinho's, we know a CV, right? Let's buy this dude. Let's buy this dude. We're not we're gonna play old ass players till you know till they win me something, and then he's bounces right. So who stuck with who stuck with the bill on these old ass players, the club? We I mean we're we've seen that that's his, that's that's his mo. 
Um, Van Hall, um, obviously Van Hall plays Van Hall's, you know, his style of football is not English football. It's it's more of a ticky tack, uh, you know, slow play, so play, you know, slow play, you know, football. It's not possession. very fast and direct. Possession plays. So it's just that's what the the thing that excites me about the Ole project and more so the the back, the, you know, the back of the backroom stuff is the fact that they're investing in, in the grassroots. But like you say. But like you're saying that the fact that that uh, Pogba is running down on contract this year, I mean, obviously if he doesn't resign by the by the end of this year, he has one more year and he can leave on a free. Um, actually, not one more year. Yes, he can leave on a free after one more year. So it's really one more playing yeah. year. Eric Bay doesn't want to resign. Um, Bruno Fernandez says he's not going to re- he is is not going to resign to the the team invest you know the team invests you know in in the future. Eric, Eric Cavani, <laughs> he has a two-year deal with an option to go to, um, you know, I think the team has the option to pick up his second year, <coughs> which who knows what happened there. It's just you have so many big players that are just like, eh, you know what, I'm going to hold off. You know what I mean? I don't really want to, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't want to sign with y'all because – I don't know what the fuck y'all doing. You know what I mean? And that's bad. That's that's a sign of management, and that's a sign that's a testament to management, and specifically a testament to the boardroom because they don't. They, they, your own players are saying, "I'm not going to resign. I'm going to let my contract. I'm going to bet on myself. I'm going to bet on myself not to get injured. I'm going to bet on myself." And you know what? Go fuck y'all. I'm going to go. I'm going to go into a, a contract year and get big and pay big bucks. Just like they're talking about Pogba. Pogba is going to, what he's going to, he, um, it's rumored that he's wanting a half a mil. I mean, uh, half a million dollars a week. Uh, if he, you know, to get paid. And um, they're looking at that. If he goes on a free, a, a team's going to pay that, from, you know, pay that salary for him because they don't have to pay that on the back end to, to a club. So why wouldn't a, you know why wouldn't a pop you know player like Papa do that? You know, I mean, Bayi's not getting well, playing time. Bayi's not yeah, getting playing time. You know what I mean? So yes, he needs to go to another club, but we have nobody to replace him. We have nobody that wants to come to this club. That's the thing. The thing right. with the, the difference between Sir Alex, Sir Alex, and Ole is Sir mm-hmm. Alex had faith in his backups. Ole doesn't. You know, and that's why that's why we have this mutiny kind of. I think in a locker room, I'm not saying there is there's no verified mutiny. I'm just saying there's you don't have players that say you know what I'm gonna play for the badge. You know, most of these players are like, no, I'm gonna play for my contract. Because Sir Alex, you know what said? Hey, we have Johnny Evans, we have a Fletcher, we have West Brown, we have um, who else? Owen Hargreaves. You know, put them in. You know, they're not the regular Skulls, Vidic, Ferdinand. You know, the 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 Evras, the the, the the Nevilles, you know, the, I mean, we have this, these interchangeable pieces that, you know, get playing time and they're, everybody's happy. And Ole had, that's the only key thing that Ole has not done is man management in that way. As because maybe he hasn't, he, they don't, we were injured or he just does not trust these people, period. And who knows what? I mean, we, we can't get into that of Ole, right? Yeah. I think, I think a lot of it is backing, though. I mean, because I think, you know, if Sir Alex Ferguson, you know, the, the names that you rattled off, a lot of those guys are, you know, if they ever did a, a Premier League Hall of Fame, most of the Manchester United class 92 would land in that Hall of Fame, oh, yeah. you know, no question. So, you know, it, it, it's different. And, and I think you, you sounded just like Rio Ferdinand. I was listening to him on his uh, podcast, uh, the, the Five, I think it's called. 
And he was talking about, you know, Pogba coming back and, you know, what what did he expect, right? And, that, and I think that's where Bruno's falling into. What did he expect? Well, you expect when you come to United that things are going to be running smooth. We're going to be getting trophies and big time players are going to be coming in. And so I think it's fair to all of those guys. Um, I think as fans, it's difficult for us to, to look at them as people. But them as people, they want to lift trophies. That's what they want to do. When they turn 34, 35, they want to be able to look back on life and go, I was at a big club and I won things. And I think, um, you know, if Pogba can stay, I think with Bruno, if they can bring in some other players, I, I like Rashford. This is his, I think Rashford's now gone 20 and 20. I think this is back-to-back seasons for him, you know, hitting 20 goals. Um, I think Mason, you know, falling into that role of, you know, linger. Maybe that's not what he plays. But I think if you take, if you keep Edison, you know, up front and, and Tony throws up another stinker, I think you can look at Mason and say, listen, if we don't get Sancho, I feel comfortable with you playing on the wing. So, you know, I, I think there's some players there, but I, I do think these guys, um, all of them, they're being winners. I think they want to be able to, to look back on life and say, you know, this is what I was able to do. Um, you know, I, I'm looking and seeing that, you know, Malikovic Savic is somebody that they're, they're looking at. That's somebody that for me, if you are going to let go of Pogba, that's someone that I think is a good ball playing, uh, you know, you can call him CDM. You can call him a, an attacking mid who, who can kind of play. He, he can box, play in box, that box role, midfielder. you know. Can he, can he, so, is he a box, box midfielder? Is he? If, he, if that's what Ole's going to want. Because I, I think for me, if he continue, Because we were talking earlier about, um, you know, style, right? Louis Van Hall had a slower style. You know, Jose was a, a counterattacking. You know, I think Ole wants to be able to to be fast paced and not just counter, but I think it's difficult in that four two three one um, because you know he does have players who don't have a lot of pace right there in the in the middle of the park. Now up the front three, Radford, Tony, and Greenwood, they have enough pace in my opinion to to be able to get it done. Um, but I th- I think you know if you are going to let go of a big player, I just the sake of the ones who are going to be there, right? Bruno's not going anywhere. That's not been rumored that he's leaving at the end of the season. But if you're going to lose a Pogba, I do think that you need to be able to replace um, someone that's going to be able to pick out a pass. Because I think Bruno, I think what happens with Bruno is, and it happens to a lot of stars, um, you kind of overlook their bad play because of the goal and the assist numbers. And I think that's kind of what's going on with him right now is, Real fans like yourself, you can see it. Like you, you're not looking at it with Bruno underwear on and going, "He's great, he's great, he's great, he's a good player." However, his form's down. But what happens is he gets the goal against Granada, and when you look at the score sheet, you go, "Oh, Bruno scored again." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you didn't watch the game, you would have thought, "Oh, Bruno did a masterclass again." But he, no, he got a penalty that he probably shouldn't have gotten. He scored it. The keeper actually should have saved it. But I think Bruno and any other star that's there. They want other stars around them. They don't want to play with shit players. They want other superstars that are around them because that's just going to help them win trophies. So, you know, I, I hope that he gets back. Again, I, I've, I heard today, in fact, that, that they may be able to get rid of Jesse. Um, I think Jesse should leave. I don't think he starts at United, and I think he wants to start. He's 28 years old, um, and I don't think that, you know, coming back to United, I don't think Ole's going to be able to, to look him in the face honestly and say, yeah, I'm going to give yeah. you time. I think what he says is, you can play behind Bruno if you want to play, and that's it. 
you're not playing on the wing or, you know, you're not playing in that upper channel on the left or the right-hand side. You're going to play in the 10 because that's your best position and you'll play about 20 to 15 minutes. I don't think he wants to do that. And so, you know, if you look at West Ham, who are in a Champions League spot, I think they have to look at things and go, look, Jesse probably would stay there if Declan stays. I don't think Declan stays. I think Declan's going to make a move, either either United or Chelsea. And then I think at that point, this is what I think is going to probably wind up happening. Um, I think Jesse will move to Tottenham because I think Jose and Jesse kind of had the best mixture. And I think Deli Alley eventually makes that move because I don't think he favors Deli Alley anymore at all. You can kind of see the fact he doesn't play him because he thinks he's soft. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I think, I I think that's, what's going to happen with that carousel. I think you can get 40 million for Jesse, the way he's playing. I think he's on eight goals. I don't know, four or five assists to, to match that. And I think that's only nine games that he's played. I didn't see that coming. But we know he's a good player. We know he has that in him. But do you allow him the time? Is his off-the-field stuff gone? He just had a kid. He's not with his baby mama. Are all those things done now, and he can just focus on playing football? I think the answer to that is yes, and I think the proof of that is the way that he's playing. So I think you just have to look at it and say, okay, we, we have an opportunity right now with being top four, with hopefully uh, you know, getting, getting this European trophy, we can now attract some players that if, if people do want to exit, that's fine. G- good luck to you wherever you go. But we can attract some guys that can come in and keep it moving to, to another position. All right. I'm going okay, to ask you a real quick question. Uh, you're not burning your chicken nuggets, are you? No, you're not burning? No, nope. wife, wifey stepped in for me. She's going to hook me up and, and uh, cook some meals for me. Okay. <laughs> burn those I chicken nuggets. Shout out to Tab of the Phone. Yes, she's, uh, shout out. She's absolutely amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ask you a quick question because you have not given your opinion about the uh, match. So <laughs> I'm going to give you the, the I'm going to give you the floor to give me your, your player ratings and if I have a dispute, I'll you know you know me. I always put my two cents in. Uh, Deli Ali and uh, Jesse Lingard swap. Do you think? Uh, okay, no. What position is Desi, Deli Ali actually really that he'll be most effective at? And do you think Deli Ali can help United? I think he's another one that you know. If 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 you're looking at it, I think you would play him in ten role. And I think again, and I don't. I don't think Bruno's shit. So I hope I'm not coming across saying he's shit. But I think his form has dipped, but his numbers haven't. If that makes sense, and it probably doesn't. People are like, no. no, no, no you're if you're scoring exactly goals right. and your form's you're exactly up, right. I, 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 I think that the kid needs to slow down and stop trying to pick out the 50 yard passes, he the no looks. He, 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 he's got to slow down on that. But I, I think if Deli Alley's looking at United, if he doesn't play in the double pivot, because let, let's, let's compare Scott McTominay and Deli Alley. Okay. Who's a better footballer? I, I think Deli's a better yeah. footballer. Fred and Deli Alley. I think Deli Alley's a better player than both of those guys. So, so could he play in the double pivot in front of Fred or in front of, in front of Scott? Maybe, but to your point earlier, Fred and Scott are going to dive into a tackle. They're going to give their body... I don't know if that's in Delhi's game. To Jose Mourinho's point, yeah, called him soft. David a, a special like a documentary, and he's just yeah. like, "You're soft. 
Like you're not gonna really gonna go and gonna go into a tackle. So that just that only leaves open Deli Alley versus Bruno. I don't think I don't think Ole is gonna trust to to move him out and put Deli in just because of name and what he might have done mm-hmm. in in his past. So I don't think Deli comes here. I think Deli looks at things and says, okay, if if it's not gonna be a Man City, if it's not gonna be an Arsenal then I think you see him go overseas. I definitely don't. If Jose stays, I don't think there's any way no, that, no. Uh, that that Delhi uh, stays there. I think he's out. And I think that makes that that move from Jesse so much smoother to where we look at them and say, look, look, you might lose Harry Kane. We don't know. You definitely don't have the same Delhi of old. You've got Sun still. We can give you an informed Jesse Lingard for $40 million. We don't want anything back for it. I think they just do the move for cash, and I think we take that cash and we put it to the summer uh, summer's transfers, and then we go out and we get a Declan Rice straight up. We go out and we get, you know, you name the center back that's out there that we can go get, you know, because I, I agree with you, and, and I can't believe I'm saying this. i got to put my hand up. Um, I, think, I, I think a player who would be really good for, for the club, and, and you got to give me props for, for putting my hands up on this because you were right and I was wrong. But I think, and, I, and maybe, I'm, maybe I'm way off, but – I think a Danny Ings would be good um, to play striker at United at the age, at the pace, and and the fact that if you look at Rashford, who's on 20 goals back-to-back seasons, I think Danny Ings could probably give you 20 goals. I think, again, you look at Tony and listen, I love you, but you got one more season. Because it's been up and down. He's 20, 17, 23, then 8 seven this year he's not playing anymore so it's seven this season i think you have to look at him in the face and say, listen this is it this is will will cut ties i know united is not that type of team to cut ties look at phil jones is still here but i think danny ings is somebody that i could probably get him for 50 million 40 million and he comes in and he gives me 15 20 goals i would take that i don't think we had a, a prominent striker and if you look at our record we were second in the league in goals. So be, uh, you put a Danny Ings in there and he scored you 15 to 20. I think that gives you that step to, to your point, that draw that you have. Maybe he gets a chance or two and he scores a goal. He'd be like the Chicharito. You know what I mean? So nope, I completely I, you broke up there. I lost you. No, I got you. It's, I, got I think you. you're. I got you. Uh, he would be more of a Chicharito kind of like super sub, I think. With Danny Ings, you know, his age. You know, everything, uh, Dennings can come in and be that, you know, English, you know, Chicharito. And my, I mean, if you're talking about that. But I think there's talks about him coming in for an Aguero replacement. But, yeah, you're right, Dennings. It's just the reason I bring up the, – the reason I brought up the Deli Alley thing, um, because you brought it up. I didn't I didn't realize Tottenham uh, was in for Lingard. I, I heard a lot of things about um, Madrid, obviously, with things about overseas and stuff like that. Which I think is very crazy, how an out of out of form or out of a, out of, what do you call it, the on the bench player for United is now linked to one of the biggest clubs in the world. Uh, I just, that's crazy. I, I don't I don't really believe that. I think it's just a lot of paper paper news. You know, Mineriola. I think he still has Mineriola as an agent. Anyways, the reason I oh, he, up, he, huh? he he fired him. He, fired he him was him. smart and let him go. Yeah, he was um, smart. The reason I bring up De, um, Deli Ali is because. Of what, of what Sir Alex said about Deli Ali 
when he was young, young when you know he advised. I think David Moyes or was it Louis Van? David Moyes to get. I Deli think it was Moyes. Yeah, from MK MK Dons. I think that's where Deliana came from. Um, yeah, he advised him to like, get this kid because he's you know he's talent. If somebody like Deli Ali can come in and play a position, and if like you said, if 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 we get somebody like a Declan Rice, they can play CDM on his own and, and you know and make those tackles. And also, we have a center back. Say we bring in a Varane. You know what I mean? You know, I mean, because Varane, I think he's on a free this this summer. If we bring in somebody like... Um, It'd be a dream for me. Oh, dude, my gosh. I love that guy. Yes. yeah, He's still young. He's still young. I mean, you know how many know. years he's been playing in Madrid? I remember Varane, you know, when, when, when Sir Alex tried to get him in 13, you know, it was like 12 or 13, I remember. I remember, that. I remember the name. And, you know, obviously we lost out to... Uh, we lost out to Madrid, but he's been playing seven years, and I think he was what eighteen, nineteen years old at that time. So you know he's in his prime. You know, 28, 20, yeah. 28, 27, somewhere in there. Um, if we get a run, you know, and we get a, a CDM that could actually play that role. A Deli Ali, I think, could thrive playing off of, of a Bruno Fernandez, just like maybe, just like maybe, would, just I, like I, maybe I, Jesse is. But you know, it's always that factor of you know. Hey, maybe I need something new. You know what I mean? I need I need, I need to be around different players, and I love I. Love, now we're gonna get into Tottenham. And, you know, you know, we'll, you know, fuck it. You know, we'll, we'll play ratings. But, you know, we'll talk about those later. Now we're getting into Tottenham because I loved I loved loved, loved what uh, Roy Keane said about Tottenham. And did you see that before the? No. What did he What did he say before the match? Uh, he said Tottenham soft. He said Tottenham's always been soft. You know, he, he called him a soft ass program. He called him and fucking um, what's his name? Uh, uh, the uh, Redknapp. Uh, I think it was a Jamie Redknapp got his panties in a wide on a uh, sky. And, you know, and basically he's like, how do you, he's like, how do you? I mean, Tottenham was in uh, and Tottenham was in the uh, play for Champions League, uh, played in the Champions League final, and he's like, and it's like in, in true Roy Keane fashion, did they win? Well, no. Well, either he just he just he just doesn't matter. Roy Keane is is a. I mean, he's a. Yeah, I love the dude. I love Roy Keane. I love Roy Keane as an analyst. I love Roy Keane as a player, coach. Eh, you know, he doesn't know what he's doing, but the dude knows players. Let's put it that way. And what he said about Tottenham was just God. There, he's like soft. So speaking of soft, DC, um, let's talk about Mister Son. Ming, uh, Mr. Son. I just want to put it that way. I'm not gonna. Fuck okay. I don't want to. I don't want people to come after me and saying that I'm a. I'm a. What do you call it? The hating on Asians or whatnot, or discriminating or or whatnot. But uh, yeah, Mr. Son, they don't know. They don't know you if that's what they're thinking. <laughs> yeah, they don't know me. Um, but uh, Son went down <laughs> like he got shot in the military. Uh, that he was that he was actually doing duty in in the South Korean military, uh, because that was just that was that was bad. You see, and unfortunately, he's getting a lot of criticism, criticism, which he should be. He should be getting criticism amongst players, pundits, whatnot. What he should not be doing is getting you know getting the racial abuse that that he's you know that he's dealing with online. Hey, and, and that's no player should you know a hey, place play. You know, you know, you talk about you know my play, but don't talk about my family. You know, talk about my mama. 
you know, and obviously you don't talk about, you know, me, me as a person, especially my race. Uh, but, you know, he's getting, I mean, he should get the vitriol for what he did, uh, the disallowed goal. Um, the VAR, okay, I just want to get your opinion on the whole thing. I've talked too much right now. Uh, get, let me, tell me what you said. Play by play, tell me what you think. Yeah, so, I mean, what, when Scotty got the ball, you know, I, I don't even remember yeah. in, in real time him falling. I just remember, because it, it, it just happened so fast, and out of the, the I, I kind of, back I thought, okay, Son went down, but the camera switched over, and, and, and I, I don't know if Pogba was on the ball immediately. I don't think he was. I think it was a pass to Pogba, and then we scored a goal. But the commentators said, you know, after Cavani's running to the side, Sun's still down. And I thought, well, okay. But I, I saw the play and I thought, well, okay, because th- nothing happened. Yeah. The, the, the moment that he went to that screen and I saw it, I knew it wasn't going to be a goal. Really? And it's, it's a, yeah, because it's a testament to where we are in football. Sun should get crucified for what he did. But every single footballer does it. All of them do it. They all yeah. they get tapped on that knee, and they scream first, and then they roll on the ground, and they're fine. But what does the referee have to do? He has to do something. He has to make a call. So it, it sucks because you know you look at it. Your point that you made when you when we started off the, the pod today, you said it was a natural position. It's not as if Scott all of a sudden learned jujitsu. And karate chopped him in the face. He was making a move. His arms are flying. He's trying to get get moving to the next position, and he hits Sun in the face. Sun Sun because he's beat, falls on the ground, rolls around, and he stays on the ground for five minutes. What's the referee supposed to do? He knows that ref knows if I don't call it, I'm gonna get in trouble. So I might as well go ahead and call it, and and he did. So. It just it, it's it would have never been called back in the day when I first started watching football. It would have never ever been called. But I like I said, I think now football is such a and I should say in the in the Premier League because I watched a Champions League game today between uh, PSV, I'm sorry, PSG and um, and Bayern, and they that ref let them play. But in the prim, it, it's not happening. I understand it's a physical league. I wouldn't. I will debate that till the cows come home with someone. But as far as it being the same league that it was even even ten years ago, it's not even close. And so he did what every player does. Our players do it. Oh, Hell, Bruno did it against Granada. That's what I'm saying. That, thought, that, that's what I was just checking. I thought, well, I just Bruno went down. Phone. I just checked my phone, and, and the phone you text you text me was. Academy Award performance. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and that, and they all do that, and 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 it's. I don't think they coach it. Yeah, but I think the players know, and I know if I was a player, I would be looking at it and going, okay, how do I? How does my team win? Well, my team wins if if someone goes into a challenge, and I barely get touched, and and I get beat, but I roll on the ground and I scream and cry and yell. The ref might call call it a foul, and that's what he did. So I was yelling, I was screaming, but Bar's gonna win that every time, and that, that's his, another reason why I think Bar should be kicked out. Yeah. They had the ability to say to him, "Hey, ref, look, I know you blew the whistle, bro, but you were wrong. Like, just go out there and say, "Hey, I made a mistake. We all talked about it. 
I was wrong. I blew the whistle inadvertently, and we're all good. In this case, he didn't even blow the whistle. He, he knew it was nothing because he was sitting right there in front of him. He let the play go on because there was no foul. VAR decided, no, he slapped him in the face. That We don't like that. That's not good. We, we got to bring that back. And they killed it off. So VAR, to me, is not helping the game. No. It's making it more confusing. It's making it to where you can't celebrate. I got out of my seat, and I'm jumping around. I'm screaming at the TV. My wife's probably thinking something bad happened. Can't even celebrate anymore. Because now it's like I got to wait to make sure that VAR thinks it's a goal and then I can get up and then I can celebrate. It just takes away from the passion of the game. So I, I hope and pray that it'll change, but I can guarantee you this. I know I'm wrong and I know VAR is only going to make it worse. And, you know, it sucks. I love competitions where the, where the commentators go, VAR will not be used in this competition. I love it because it's a, a, a man or a woman making a call, making a decision, real time, live action, that's 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 where it's at its best. I think the only thing it should be used for is onside, and I don't think the line should come out. Like it needs to be a clear. They should actually give you a couple feet, not a, not a couple feet, but a couple inches for offside. I've seen toes keep a guy offside, and they call it back on, on great goals. It just ruins the game. So you know, Son deserves what he's getting uh, to an extent. They shouldn't be talking about his, his ethnicity. They shouldn't be talking about his family. But he looked like he was going to cry. I don't know if you saw his, his post-match. He was in tears after the game was over um, because he knows where his club's at. And he knows what he did was wrong. But, hey, he got the foul and he got the goal, what, five minutes later? Yeah. So fair play to the guy. Trust me. Let me ask you a question. What would you have done if the shoe was on the other foot or the, the jersey was on the other player? I would have said, I would have said foul. Uh, yeah. Foul, ref. Even, uh, even though I know. Because the fact that I didn't see it. I'm like, you know what I mean? It, I, I, and the, I, and the yeah, ref didn't yeah. see it either. The ref, yeah, the ref the I didn't looked. see it. I didn't see it. I, I, I saw, t- I mean, maybe, like you said, maybe it's because of the TV, you know, the TV angles or whatnot, the, the, cut, yeah. the cut to it. Yeah. I didn't even see it. Like, it happened. So, I'm like. They so moved I don't, on. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you know me. I call bullshit. I, I call bullshit even my own. Yeah. Thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, we. But but would I would if we had been allotted say say that was in the penalty box and we've been allotted a penalty would I have said oh my god you know no no I'm not you know that's what I'm saying no no, no fans gonna say nah we don't deserve that goal yeah, we no. want every goal we can get yes. we want every call we can get so yeah. you know Tottenham fans were probably going. No, no, come on, VAR, help us. Come on. Come on. Oh, yeah, 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 cool. He's going to the screen because they know there's a chance that that goal yeah. is going to be taken away, momentum's taken away, you know, possession. All those things are now gone, and it's your ball. And then they doubled down and scored. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, like you, I'm thinking, okay, there's no way that now all of a sudden after they get this big decision, now they get a goal. I'm thinking to myself, okay, they're definitely going to go on to win this game because we're just going to not have that momentum. And so we're now, I think if the record is, we are 28 points from a losing position, which is the most by, by far. That to me shows, again, you have to put your hands up and say, I got to give Ole credit. We go down, we, we rise back up, and we win these games and, and, you know, we're in that position that, that we've earned. So, you know, for me, was it horrible? Yes. But 
you know, I look at Ole, I mean, I'm sorry, I look at uh, Son, and I say, that's what every player in this in the, in his position, that's what you do. You know, if you look back at that foul that wasn't a foul, there was about four or five Tottenham players standing around him, and I guarantee you they were all saying, stay down. Stay down, because he's looking. He's looking, he's looking at the thing, at the TV, just stay on the ground, and he's going to have to call it a foul. He's going to have to, and he, and he did. So, you know, I guarantee he wouldn't have been crying if they had scored two more goals and they'd have won because he would have said if it wasn't for me doing that and then scoring that goal and, and going on, um, we would have probably won. But, you know, for me, Jose showed himself. He made that switch, took Lo Celso out. Uh, I can't remember who he brought on. I think it was Undumbele brought him on. And I just felt like at that point, uh, you know, bringing, bringing uh, when the ball was on the left, bringing uh, Pogba more central. Mm-hmm. And then when ball was on the right, bringing Bruno more central, I felt like letting those guys interchange in between the 10 and who's on the wing, I felt like that was a big change where, He's actually letting more than just one player um, kind of have free range um, by letting Pogba do that. I don't know if he, it may he may be forcing himself into doing that because Rashford's injured. I don't know, um, but my I'm praying that he keeps him up there on the left um, because I heard I heard on uh, the Masterclass, which is a great United show, they were talking about how our formation. And, and football in general, they don't really look at wingers as wingers. They really look at them as central players that play, not central, excuse me, wide players that play in the channel. So they're not really your traditional David Beckham, Ryan Giggs, where they're on that wing whipping the ball in. They're more players who play in the channel, who play on the left side or play on the right-hand side. And and, and that four two three one, those those yeah, three, the, the two that are on the, the, the sides, yeah, they're more they're more central, and I agree with that point because Pogba's not a winger, but you don't need him to be a traditional on on the sidelines running up and down. You need him to play with the ball. You need him to play with Shaw, who for me, like I agree with you, he's player of the season. Let those two play together. That's that's almost unstoppable. Then you've got Bruno in that cha- in that center channel, and you got Rashford and and I agree with you again, Rashford and Aaron playing with each other. I think those combinations, if he can continue to build on that and say that becomes a Sancho and Aaron, say that, you know, Pogba, Shaw, again, Bruno, Bruno, Shaw, Pogba, you know, they're all playing with Edison, Greenwood, all those guys are playing together. You can kind of interchange and you've got something going. If you give Harry someone that's solid, like a Varane, again, to your point, put him in there, put a Declan in front of those two. Now you're talking about a team that can actually that can do something and that can win some trophies. Um, right now, I think you're kind of limited because again, you have people like Lindelof. If Aaron makes a mistake, which he did, he didn't. That's why Son, I think, scored the goal. You don't have a Varane who's going to read that. Varane's going to read that. He's going to eliminate that. That's not going to happen. Son, Son's going to get stopped. He's going to. There's going to be somebody standing right there waiting on him. So, I think you know, for me. You know, Son, again, he, he did what he was supposed to do. I don't like it, but I think that's modern-day football, to sum it up. Well, let's get to the yakety sacks of the whole game. Yeah. Um, the press conference, or the post-conference, with the, what is it, 
in regards to son, uh, Ole, what, what did he say? He said if if my kid did that, um, and had all the you know had all his teammates come around, you know, come about out, you know, after him, not after him, sorry, look over him, you know, he wouldn't be allowed to eat. And right. then in true Jose fashion, <laughs> dude, this dude, I, this is, I mean, everybody's heard of the Eric uh, Cantona. You know, post game shit. The word everybody's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Like the trawlers and the seagulls and you know the sardines. You know, you know, blah blah blah. You know, every they're trying to figure that one out after he kicked the shit out of the guy from uh, <laughs> from, uh, from from Crystal Palace, right? The, yeah. the trawler, anyways. But Jose always has some kind of like, what he said? What what did he say? His daddy. He said daddy, right? Am I not correct? He said daddy. He, called, he said, know, "Yeah, his daddy. I mean, first of all, you don't call, you don't say a grown man has a daddy. I don't give, you know, what I mean, you know, any in any culture, right? It doesn't matter. You don't say his daddy. His, his what do you say? His daddy would, you know, as you know, it would have gone out and um, uh, found him. He would have stole. Would have stole. Yeah, he would have stole. Right? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with him with I you stealing in order for you to feed I'm his dad. You know, I." I'm. You, did he not say that I'm his daddy as well? He didn't say he was his daddy. He said, "I'm glad that he's not that he's that I'm not that he's not my dad." Is oh, what he said he because said. he said <laughs> any any dad is supposed to even if you have to steal, yes, you have to feed your kids. And yes. I feel sorry for his son. Yes, and and so. It it was again for me a major deflection. Yes. I, it's what he does. No, yeah. It's what he does. And I don't listen. I, I think he's one of he's one of the this generation's one of the best. Um to do what he did with Porto, I I still don't know if there's a manager that can do that. I don't know if that will ever happen again. Um to do what he did with Inter. The Inter, that's 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 another one. That's I, I mean, so so there's no nobody on this pod is saying he can't coach. However, if he doesn't have a blank checkbook, it's been proven at Manchester United. It's being proven now at, at uh, Spurs. If he doesn't have a blank checkbook post-Porto, he ain't getting it done. And, and listen, look at uh, Pep Guardiola and look what, what Pep Guardiola says. He says it out loud. If you're not going to spend money, you're not going to win anything. You know, barring your Leicester and you, get, you have that one season where everybody's like, what the hell? You have to have big-time players, and you have to spend to get those big-time players. But, Jose, to your point, you know, what we're talking about now, I just think he's deflecting from what happened. He, he wants – and it, and it's worked. We're talking about it, and no, we ain't it, the only ones. Everyone's, every, everyone's talked about it. It's hilarious. You know, Ole's son doubled down and said, you know, what he said. So that's what, did, what, what he, he wants. What did he say? He says, "No, I eat good." <laughs> yeah, he said, "I'm good." He said, "My daddy takes care of me." I don't know what the hell this guy's on. So, so it's it's what he he's one of the best at understanding the situation. Jose is, and making sure that it is not about the negative things that have happened to him. He's a genius at it. I will I will always. There's no way anyone will ever be able to tell me that this guy does not know how to talk his way out of anything. But I think everyone's hip to it, you know, and we're all we're all kind of numb to it. And at this point, we're like, okay, now you're probably going to get fired from from Spurs. Now that's two huge clubs who you've gone to; they've trusted in you. 
three. Yeah, you you're probably right. No, in and Premier League only. Premier, four, that's what I'm saying in Premier League. You say four with Madrid. Yeah. So so Madrid, so you're you're Chelsea. You're, oh, I can say five because you have to count Chelsea twice. Yeah, I'm just saying back to back now. It hasn't worked, and you can't say that that Tottenham don't have good players. They got good players. They don't have shit players all over the pitch. They got some good players. Soft players, though. Yeah, soft. no, they're soft, no, soft. But he, soft. but he said that he he told he told <laughs> them I loved it the to shit. their face. Y'all are soft. Yeah. You guys are soft as tissue. So I just think at this point in his career, I think he has to play for a club, manage a club, where that owner goes. You know what, Jose? Here's a blank check book. Go go get whoever you want. I don't think he's the type. To your point, you said it perfectly. He's not looking at the academy and going, "What place are we in? What? How many? How many goals that kid on? What's the, what's the assist look like?" Ole out loud will say on on interviews, "I just went to the U23s match and sat down and watched the game. It was great." You know, he he is solely invested in what are the kids doing, how are the kids coming along, who can I bring up? Like it, it, it he he loves it so. I just think that they're on two different trajectories. One's trending down. The other one's trending up. And I think what's going to wind up happening is because of, because of the play of, of Harry Kane and, and the frustration and the fact that he's 28 years old and he's won nothing and he probably won't, he'll more than likely leave. Because of the fact that Deli Alley was thrown under the bus early and hasn't played, he'll probably leave. And so you're looking at Daniel Levy and Daniel's probably going, listen, I tried it. I thought it was going to work. It didn't work out. We're going to have to go ahead and let you go. And they'll get a big-time manager in that position, but he'll be gone. Um, and, and so it's not sad to see. I'm actually kind of a little bit happy, I'm not going to lie, because I felt like when he left United or towards the end of his tenure, I just felt like it was him versus everyone else. It wasn't I'm the Manchester United manager you know, I need you guys to to do this for me. It was, no, you guys are shit, and I'm the shit, and I don't think you guys are worthy to play for me. Now, and I won't argue with anyone who tells me that we, we had a bunch of world-class players. I know that we didn't. But I think he was the type of manager where if he would have kind of brought the guys together and galvanized the guys, I think we would have won more than a European Cup. I think we could have, could have been better than second place. I think the board would have maybe seen the cohesionness and happiness and maybe gave him some money. I don't know. Um, they didn't back him. They sacked him. Uh, and and now, now he's, uh, I think, running Tottenham into the ground. I, I really don't see them doing anything um, under his tenure. No, and watch, uh, him turn, watch him turn around and beat City. <laughs> and, no, you know, and that's, that's Josie's He could do it. No, no, I know that it. is. And he, I mean, he'll – it was – Okay, getting back to the, I mean, we're, we're real quick, getting back to um, the lineup. When we saw the lineup with us and them, I'm like, damn, Tottenham's actually has a more progressive lineup than we do. You know what I mean? Uh, start, you know, start the game, and it, it showed in the first 20 minutes. Like I said, Lacelso, I don't know why, he, I don't know why he took him off. Because he was up a goal. That's what I'm saying about him. He when he gets up, he's like, okay, yeah. it's already parked. I don't need Lacelso anymore. I'm gonna bring Umdumbele in, and Lacelso, we're gonna park the bus. Lacelso had Pogba in his pocket. Period. I mean, he had I, him like here. 
Hey, Pogba, I, I get the ball from you. Pogba, psh, I get the ball from you. And it was, it was funny. I, that's what I'm saying. It was very funny. And when he when he pulled him off, I'm like, all right, well, whatever. You know what I, mean? I that, felt like he thought the game was over. We're at home. We got a goal. There's no way they're going to be able to break us down. There's no way they're going to be able to penetrate. I'm going to take get him off. And it could have been fitness. I don't know. But I listened to some of the Tottenham uh, fan channels as well, and they were also like, why, why was that decision made? Why did he choose to do that at that time? And, and a lot of Tottenham fans were like done with him. So, you know, I, he's got to feel it. There's no way he's not feeling that pressure. Um, you know, he's now, what is this? This, this is the second time Ole's beat him. Um, you know, I just, I think at this point, He's looking at things and going, if I don't get top four, I, I think that he's going to be expected to be out of there. I, and I think they're going to have a hard time doing it. I'm not saying they can't, but I think they're going to have a very hard time um, trying to keep uh, trying to keep their top four hopes alive. No, it's getting it's getting pretty uh, pretty interesting. But like I said, the, the best response was from Ola's kid. Uh, you see, I sent you an article earlier today about – uh, we'll talk about the club again. We're, we're talking about, I mean, we need to talk about the, where we see, where where do we see the, the state of this club? Because uh, an article was put out by ESPN FC. I don't know if it's anybody else. I think they probably referenced an English, an English uh, article uh, that actually reported that, but Manchester United is actually looking into buying an A-League um, a league club, god damn it! I forgot Central Coast, Central Coast, yeah. FC, uh, yeah. they're gonna be playing out of. I think they're looking to play into like from what I read in the article, looking to play. You know, they're looking for venues in Sydney. This team's uh, top of the league in a a a a a league. Um, so reading that article when I sent it to you at first. I just said, what the fuck, you know, like basically WTF, you know, you know, what are we doing? You know, why are we, this, this, this team, this club wants to purge money on an investment. Um, and we can't even invest in our own club because, you know, we've heard the rumors only a hundred, only a hundred K or a hundred million uh, investment uh, on transfers this year. Why are we doing this? And then again, you read down the article, it's like, it's, they said it's probably in response to City buying Melbourne, uh, which is also a prominent team in the A-League. But there's two differences, EC. City have liquid cash. Manchester United does it. Manchester United has credit debt cash, or what do you say, credit cash? I mean, we, I mean that's all they have. And that's the thing about this club. That's what's so disappointing on how mismanaged the, the Glazers have done. And Ed Woodward, mainly the Glazers. I'm not saying even Ed Woodward. He's been an enabler for the club. But I don't think he's in really direct, um, you know, in direct um, contact with <coughs> what the Glazers, how much they put in the market. You know, putting you know, so many shares of Manchester United. When they, when... When Manchester United was put on the market as a as a as a Nas or a Dow Jones Nasdaq whatever you want to fucking call it club, I said that's it, it's over. You know why? You and I both worked with corporations, right? What do corporations want? 
You know how they do. It's all about that money. Right? Dividends. They at the end want, of the day, it's sure about that money. You're going to get, and, 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 you know, and, and it's not even making money for the little man on the totem pole that it's, you know, put his 401k in. You know, fuck them. You know, fuck them that, you know, that put their life savings in as a 401k. You know what it is? It's to the shareholders right there that have, like, millions of stock, millions of stock options and shit. You know what I mean? They make millions of dollars. Fuck the low man. And that's what we know about corporations. Fuck the low man. That's what they think about you. You think about trickle-down economics from Reagan and Bush, both Bushes and Trump, you fucking dumbasses. Fuck you. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about because trickle-down economics don't don't give a fuck about you because they give a fuck about their their stock options. Rich people... Give a fuck about their stock options. And when they did that, when Manchester United went to being a corporation, sold, bought and sold in the NASDAQ, I just, I kind of like, you know what, <laughs> that's the end of you, Manchester United. As we know it, as we know, as we know at that time. Because the fact of it's just, it doesn't happen. You know, City can do it because they're liquid cash. They have, they have billions, they have, they have owners that have cash flow. Our owners don't. Owners borrow and sell. So when I saw that article, it pissed me off. It pissed me off because yeah. it pissed me off because it's it's just <clears throat> my thought is: Are we trying to buy a title in some other league because we can't win our own league? But it's pissing me off because why are we spending money and getting another team in debt? You know, doing the doing the dirty to another team, to another owner, to another fan base. We're doing a dirty too because you're gonna ravel that them up in the same shit that our fan base is in. You know what I mean? Why don't you just leave them alone? It, it's a money play. The, Woodward's looked at it, and I do put Woodward in a lot of this mm-hmm. because if it's if it has anything to do with huge buys or huge gets, right? I got to give Woodward credit when I when I got to give him yeah. credit. We made two hundred and fifty three million on the new shirt deal. You know, <laughs> Less, so. Oh. It was less though. It was a less, lesser contract than Chevy. Yeah, but but again, no one's no one's making any deals like that. So he make news. He's excited. He's probably looking at the Glazers saying, "Look, I got that beach house paid for, boys. I got this new shirt deal. It's gonna be great." Well, what they're looking and saying, "Well, what's next?" Well, um, there's an A League team available. Oh, what's what's where are they at? <laughs> you know, what do they do? No, it's another football club, guys. Oh, okay, cool. You know, so they're probably looking at it, going, "Well, what do we get out of it, right?" How, and so, how much can we run up credit on them? Yes. So they're they're it's for me. They're looking at it the same way they're looking at us. You know, what can we get out of that club financially? You know, if if this this club is going to be able to, you know, win the league, and that that then propels them to to make more money, and we can you know make money off of that, then great. And you know, at at the end of the day, that when when you sent it to me. Didn't bat an eye, got upset and thought, well, this is just them. That they looked at it and said, How can we get some cash? And, you know, that's what'll happen. Um, I, I'm I'm hoping not to hear, you know, too much too much rumblings about it. I hope it doesn't go through. But if it did, I wouldn't be shocked at all. You know, I, I would I'd feel sad for those uh, you know, folks that are that are in the Australian league and that love to watch that league and especially that are fans of that club because it's only a matter of time before the things that you're used to doing and the things that you're used to seeing, they will go away. It's only a matter of time. And so, you know, my hope is that, um, you know, eventually the Glazers will sell. If someone has $4, million, $4 billion, that would be great. Um, but I just don't see with the money that they're making, even if they were given an offer, 
I'd, pro- I'd probably see them saying, this is too easy, right? Like, all we need them to do is make top four. So if they don't have the players in position to give them top four for one season, we'll go buy a couple. And then those two guys or two or three guys will get us back into Champions League and then we're good to go again. You know, especially if, if you look at the fact this this European Super Cup could potentially go through, I think the Glazers would be over the moon because then at that point you stop having to worry about needing to be top four. All you need to do at this point is just be in this Super League. And so my hope is that the Super League doesn't go through um, because, again, you know, you run into the, the point of the Glazers saying, do we don't even need top four. We don't even need Ole. We don't, all we need is to be in the Super League and then we're good to go. We're playing Real Madrid this week and then next week we're playing PSG and then next week we're playing Milan like that's what it will eventually become that's what the business of soccer is becoming um, it's becoming you know how, how can we maximize our profit i.e. the you know NFL you know they're adding I think is it two more games or an extra game it's just it's about cash it's not about safety it's not about fans it's not about any of that it's now about a billionaire becoming a trillionaire. How do I get to that next level? What do I need to do? Well, this is what you do. You, you, raise, you raise basically the take the club. Yeah, you raise ticket prices of fans so they can't enjoy it. You, uh, you, you, you I, I'm not, as an international Manchester United fan, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I can't really bag them for this, but for the people that I do respect from the people there, they've outpriced tickets at Manchester for the locals because they <coughs> they they resell them in, for international fans coming in, from what I heard. You know, people from China, people from, you know, all over the world that are willing to pay premium top dollar for a seat. You know what I mean? So what do you do? You just you just basically isolate your local fan base. And those are the pick people. Those are Manchester United. You know what I mean? That's why we watch. You know what I mean? If I'm going to pay, like, if we're going to go to Manchester, you and I, you see, we know we're going to pay probably $1,000 a ticket. Yep. You know no what? question. I don't want, you know, I want to either buy it for somebody that's from Manchester than, you know, from the from the club. It's, I don't know. I just, it just pisses me off when I see shit like that. But, it is what it is, right? They're a corporation. They can do what they want. They're gonna run our. They're gonna run our team into the ground, and hopefully, my baby Mackenzie Bezos, or I'm, she's not Bezos anymore. She she got remarried, but she's still mm. she's still what a fifty billionaire lady. Hopefully, oh. she she responds to my texts, my tweets, my uh, my emails to say please, 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 please. If you want a charity, you want a charity. Um, you know, you want to do something for charity? Please buy Manchester United. Please, please buy Manchester United. Mackenzie Bezos, or I know you married a teacher. Hey, my wife's a teacher. You know, hey, kind of, you know, do something there. Right? We we have a connection there. My wife's a math teacher. Yeah. You married a science teacher. So hey, you know what, Mackenzie Bezos, please, 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 please. you know, like think it. about buying Manchester United. And I, I can help you. I'll help you. I'll help you run it. EC two. You know, we'll yeah, help. We'll help, be you on the board. Man, we'll help you run it. 
so you don't, you know, you have the and you have the professionals involved to do that. So, well, you see, um, on a funny note, did you catch? Uh, I just wanted to give a shout out to this dude, Andrew Mensa, at Andrew Mensa underscore on um, Mensa's M E N S A underscore on TikTok. If you get a chance, guys, go check this dude out. He's freaking hilarious as hell. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw those. I, saw, I, I did like those, yeah. Shout out to that guy. Yeah, yeah shout out to this good. dude. He's funny. You know, he gives his uh, impressions of people that you see on Five Aside, and I think I'd be the, you know, the the, <laughs> the fat dude, you know what I mean? Because I am kind of pudgy. If I ever got out there, I'd probably be two steps, and I'd be huffing and puffing. Um, but he just, he makes, you know, he makes a good... <laughs> He no, he's very game. good. I had I had a game this Sunday. I saw that. Just, I saw that. Just about everybody he uh, was was talking about was out there on the pitch, and uh, so no, he he. I don't I don't know where he's from. He, I don't. I th- it sounds like he has an accent, so he's, he's probably from across the water. But um, he's very good. I was I I hadn't heard of. Usually I you know I don't know if he has an Instagram because usually I see those type of things, but I hadn't seen that before. So I was. Uh, was very happy to see that, so I'll have to look out for him and follow him on one of, one of those platforms. Is, he's like the smoker; his lungs are as black as me. <laughs> <laughs> I just, no, what did he say? No, but the other one. The, yeah, uh, fist <laughs> thing that he did with the white guy. I thought that was great. I, yes. Any, any, any time you can take something serious and and make it funny, that to me is a true comedian. <laughs> that is, that. That to me, you know, that's when I know I, I can get down with you because he can take, you know, you know, we all everybody agrees, you know, that nobody should be treated unfairly. But he took he took that and he took what they do in the prim and he turned it into just pure joy, pure happiness, pure, pure, pure things that everyone thinks, but nobody says. He's a, I think the topic is how white players feel when taking a knee. Yeah. matter, right? So you have you, you know obviously he's he's black, and then he has a, his counterpart you know in, in in the skit is white. So they're you know obviously thinking shit in their head. He's all my favorite line was I'm about to get more shots off <laughs> than a white policeman. Yes, and that you know <laughs> and again it's funny. it's it's perfect timing. It's everything that's going on, and it, it's like if you don't laugh, then you're gonna you're gonna cry. So the fact that he can take, you know, because because obviously him and the white dude, they know what's going on in the world. Right. They're not they're not blind to what's going on in the world, but they're not just making fun. They're 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 bringing light to social things, but they're saying, hey, man, look it. We know, you know, but let's let's laugh. Let's at least because we know they're shitty. It's a shitty world and people are stupid. Let's have a laugh. And I I laughed my ass. I thought that. All of the ones that you sent, I thought that one was the best because I yeah. thought everyone's like, thinking. Because the white guy's like, they're holding their hands up. Should I do hold I my do hands the fist? Up? <laughs> <laughs> it's and it, it it's just it, it's it's the awkward. It's great. It, it, yes, and that that was what Dave Chappelle was so good at was making you feel uncomfortable. And if you did, if you were like, uh, man, you gotta check yourself. You shouldn't feel uncomfortable. We should all be laughing at these jokes. They're funny. If he caps on black people, if he talks shit about white people, if he makes fun of Mexicans, it's funny. It's okay to laugh. 
Listen. I'll tell you off the air. One of my favorite Dave Chappelle. Off the air. Cause I ain't doing it here. I yeah, don't do, I, they'll I, do it on the air. They'll cancel yeah, us. They'll, they'll cancel me. But I'll tell you he, one of he's, my His stuff, his, all of his stuff now <laughs> wouldn't make it. None of his stuff would make it no. today. It would all get canceled. It would all get, you know, thrown. He, he did an interview with Naomi Campbell um, a couple days ago. I got a chance to watch it. And, you know, the stuff that he was able to do, it was so... It just it, for me, it just changed everything because he just challenged you to think, and he, and I that's what I like about about his comedy. So no, shout out to that guy. I can't remember his name off. The, I don't have my Andrew phone, Minza. but I'm Andrew Minza. Minza. On TikTok, uh, I, I'll be looking for him he's on funny. Instagram. I don't have TikTok. I need to get TikTok. Um, but he's uh, he's good. He's good, and he looks young, so he's yeah. probably fairly new to the game. And uh, I'm not well versed on my English. I try to get versed on my English comedians. Um, I don't give them enough props, to be honest. I think KJ is the only comedian that I know of, yeah. and I haven't even seen him do stand up. So it sticks, um, it sticks getting old on, on, on that channel. Well, so I'm saying I've never listened to his his yeah. stand up, but I don't listen to his um, his uh, his takes anymore because they're the same. So I don't I don't I don't pay attention anymore. Shout out to KJ. I'm not saying KJ. I don't. Like the guy, but I don't. I um. I need to check out his. And he was on Teddy Lasco, which is a, a great show. Dude, Didn't have okay. a lot of lines, that's, but that's he was okay. on the show. I'm, I'm, we um again. I'm kind of running late, and I know everybody's like, "Dude, can you go to shut up?" I watched it, dude. Me and my <laughs> great, wife right? watched it. Me and my wife watched it, dude. My wife is can't wait till season three comes out. <laughs> no, season two, right? Yeah. Season two comes out, dude. It was well. I can't. Bad it, it, it's. Yeah, it's it's one of my favorite shows, and the cool thing about it because it was so, because Apple TV put it out, I tweeted the main character, and he responded to what I said. It was freaking awesome. I like screenshotted it and kept it. Um, and yeah, so they he actually tweeted back and said thanks, and I thought, holy crap! So, um, no, great show. KJ's in, I think, the first season. I haven't seen the second season, so don't spoil it for me. I haven't seen it. Um, is there a second season already? Yeah, second season is out. I started it, and then my wife didn't watch the first season, thought she was showing me something new, and I said, I already watched the first season. She's like, like crap, I can't get anything in with you. So, Dude, we watched um, no. it three nights, the whole first season. Yeah, I no, I was right there with you. I, wa- I watched it nonstop. It was right up my alley, right up your alley. Um you know, so no shout out to to those guys because uh, I think it's Apple TV that mm-hmm. that that did that. Uh, I just haven't sat down and why I need to. I need to just sit down and I'm I'm trying to get into Shameless. I know we're way off topic right now. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Nobody's listening anyway. Oh, they're all listening. All right, guys. Well, that was a well. Oh, sorry, missed something. Granada. What do we got? Who do we got? Who do we got? And who do we got? Are we gonna so, play the? Are we gonna play? Are you? You think we'll play Ahmad, James, or if James is healthy, go with the lesser squad and win one nil? Or do you think we, you know, we put something better out there? I think he's gonna make two changes. I think uh, De Gea will start in goal, and I think he will play um, everybody else. I think the only other option you might see um, is possibly Van de Beek uh, starting. I think everyone else will pretty much be the same, and I think Donnie will probably take Bruno's spot, um, maybe Pogba's, um, 
Nah, I would say I would say Van Der Beek would probably take uh, Scott's spot. Um, but other than that, I think Dino will take a break and he'll play against Barley because I think they've situated it out where they basically swap spots. One's European, one's going to be um, for the league. So I think those two changes, Donnie and De Gea, uh, I think everything else is the same. Luke Shaw, I think Lindelof, Maguire, Vesaka, um, Paul, um, Bruno, um, Cavani, and, uh, and Rashford. And then I, I, think, I think with us being at home, with us not needing a whole lot, and, and, and Ole having five subs, I think you will see Sholatere. Uh, um, I think you'll see um, Ahmad. Um, I think you'll see, um, I, don't, I don't know if Axel's even available. Actually, I think both of us are way off because Luke Shaw can't play. Who else can't play? I'm glad you brought this up. Um, I'm gonna wait. Jesus had to, to take off for a second, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ramble while he's gone. Um, we had about three players who picked up yellow cards. So with those players having yellow cards, we are going to have to switch it up. So my bad. You will see several changes. I'm going to list them here in just a second. Just give me one second. Okay. Let me wait till he gets okay. Let me let me I, let me start over because I, I I was talking to them for a while, but I just want to start all the way over because both me and you made a mistake. So remember, Shaw can't play. No. Lindelof can't play. Uh, who else? Scott. It was it Scott that got a yellow in the Granada game, or was it Lingard? It was Lingard too, right? So Lingard. Huh. Lingard is a play for us. I thought it was thought not it was Lingard. Harry. Shaw, Luke Shaw. Sorry. No, I thought it was Harry Maguire. Couldn't, couldn't. And and Shaw. So Shaw, Maguire, and Lindelof are all going to be out. Lindelof. Remember because he didn't get a yellow card. No, it's. Uh... I thought both center backs were out for this game. Definitely Luke Shaw. Definitely Harry Maguire. So Telles will play. Axel will probably play. Because I don't think Bai is going to play. Um, there's got to be there was three for sure. I was pretty sure three guys got yellow cards. Go back to the Granada. You have your phone pulled out. Yeah. Go back to the Granada game. See who Give got me yellow score cards. Prediction real quick. So I think we're going to win the game two nil again. Um, I don't. I, I I don't think that Granada is going to score. Um, I just I I didn't see too much going forward. And I think that with, you know, if you see Axel, because I forgot by had COVID, so he can't play. I keep forgetting that. I think you'll see Pace next to Lingard. And I think if he's not out, I thought he got a yellow. I know Harry did, so I know Harry's out. So you'll definitely see Axel. Um, McTominay, Shaw, and Harry McGuire. Okay, so it was Scotty. So you'll definitely see Vandebeek. You'll definitely see Axel. And you'll definitely see Tellez. Possibly, no, very possible. You know, you know, he rather, you know, he has more faith in Matic than he does Vandebeek. I agree. I agree. And 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 you know, like I said, I said earlier, I think in the week, you know, I I know Donny gets a lot of you know, why haven't you? But I think in the positions and in the times that he's got his ten five minutes, I haven't seen anything spectacular. Now it's his first season. I said this before, I'll say it again. I'm not going to 
first season, new country, new language. I'm not going to kill the guy mm-hmm. right off the bat. I'm going to give him some time to let him kind of grow into it. Because I, I honestly think looking at his face when people score, he looks happy as hell to be here. So I, I'm not going to, you know, I'll, after next season, yeah. then I'll start to get a little bit more on his neck. But, but no, I think, you know, you'll see Tellez, you'll see Axel, and then like, like you said, Either Scott, um, either Donnie or or Matic will play, but I don't think they're not even score a goal. I think we score two more goals. I think we walk into the semifinal um, against. I'm hoping Arsenal. I'm hoping well, to knock him out before the back. final. Eric's body's back, so from COVID, he's good. Yeah, <laughs> he's back. Mm-hmm. To, I think the the news was today that he's back. So you have him coming back, but the fact that that him and Lindelof are kind of. No, are they the same? No, player? Not, I, I don't. I don't think they're the same. And, gonna, and I, you gonna, know, who's going to hold and who's going to afford? The fact of that that whole thing, it's like, <coughs> are they both going to try to advance? You know what I mean? Well, I, I think I think Axel and Lindelof are going to be told to sit down. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to push forward at all. And I think they're going to. There'll be there'll be times when we can because I think we're going to possess the ball more than Granada. But I think both of those guys. I think the goal for them is going to be to, you know, if anyone have Axel push up a little bit further to move the line higher. Um, but I, I don't expect this game to be like the Tottenham game at all. I think I think this is going to be another snooze of snooze fest that will win. Oh yeah, and I, and I think we'll win two nothing. But and I don't it, see. It doesn't help. There's no there's no people in the stands and yeah, the fucking broadcast. CBS yeah. needs to do something about their broadcast. Just. <laughs> Or it's bad. Or it's whatever. bad. I mean, it's just yeah. the, the it's lack bad. of fans and the lack of play. It just yeah, it, your broadcast sucks, CBS. I'm sorry. I, it does, you know, it does. two day, two three days ago, England opened up their bars and opened up their their uh, salons yeah. and things of that nature. So I think they're getting closer to you know they want their finals. You know, they want this FA Cup final. They want you know the Carabao Cup. They want these finals to have some fans. So I think I think they're getting closer to doing that because of the mm-hmm. fact that they opened up a couple days ago. So I think you'll start to see um, some fans um, in the stands here pretty quick. I know there's I, I I personally and you probably personally know people that have gotten their second shot. So mm-hmm. I think I think a lot of of things. I know that things are trending in the wrong direction. I'm not numb to the fact that people are still getting COVID and passing away, mm-hmm. but I do think that people are getting their second shots, and I think that England um, is trying to open things back up. No, so. I mean, it, get do something to your broadcast because your broadcast sucks. Let's put it that way. Get yeah, it does. It's bad. <laughs> it's not the best. I mean, NBC Sports does, even though I hate the Peacock shit, I really do. I think it's just, everything should be on TV. Um, money, 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 money. Yeah, I know. It's I'm, I'm a little man of total pole. But their broadcast is way better. Their announcers are way better. And obviously the sound they pump in, yeah. it, just helps, yeah. it just helps out. So CBS, get on your shit or whatever you paramount, get on your shit. And and you too, man, fucking uh, um, the other one, ESPN, man, too. Your, your broadcast sucks too in the FA Cups too. Granted, we're not in the FA Cup anymore, but, oh, you know, it doesn't matter. But... Um, so you got two nil. You said two nil. Yeah, I'm going two nil again. I'm going. Actually, it's Old Trafford, right? 
Yeah. I like Otuno. I'll go Otuno. I'm more I'm more optimistic that we're playing Old Trafford than um than than I was playing away Granada. And hopefully hopefully what I hope to see is like you said, um we have Matic and Matic and Fred with Dani up front, you know, and then Pogba gets more playing time because that's what Pogba needs. If Pogba plays on the left and doesn't play in that in that pivot, hopefully, you know, he gets more comfortable in that position. And then yeah. we can play Whoever's healthy, sit fucking Marcus Rashford down, please. Sit yeah. Bruno down. Do not play them all. Please, please. You know he's not. You By know he's going to play him. Christ, don't play, <laughs> yeah. play them, please. Play Ahmad. Play somebody else. James. Play somebody else. Don't play him. They need to sit. They need to rest. And definitely Marcus Rashford does. And Mason, hopefully, hopefully he doesn't. They said he has a little niggle. Um, but who knows? You know what I mean? That can, I mean, He's playing Rashford. That can that can that can um, that can explode into what Rashford's going through, man. Rashford needs to sit. Please sit. Oh, Rashford, he's up right? again. Yeah. Um, Burnley at the weekend. I think we actually go. Burnley's always hard. Burnley plays defensively, um, but if we play, if we play like we did in the play in, in the second half, you see, if we play in the second half, I do. I say two 0 Burnley. Period. Because I think we can break him down, just like you're saying with Pogba up top. Papa putting in the service, and Bruno, up, you know, doing something. Is Papa up there? You hide him. He's not playing defense. He's not a liability defense. I mean, he's doing his thing. He's putting his passes in. Um, hopefully, he can finish the scoring. Um, Bruno, get his head out of his get his head out of his ass and start doing something. Because now you're gonna have competition up front with Papa. If not, put fucking Papa in the middle. Who knows? Get him. You know, get him service. Um, and you know, I think 2 0. I think with with being the momentum with the, in the Premier League, um, I think we can win 2 0 with Burnley. Yeah, no, we can definitely beat Burnley. And I, you know, I don't know if he can start trying things after that Burnley game. I'd like to see him bring up some of these uh 17 year old kids that are on the U23s. Um, that'd be amazing to, to be able to see that, but um, no, I think I think at this point. You know, he's got to start looking at it and saying, you know, can I continue to run the four two three one Because that's what I want to do. I think that's what he's going to do next season. Um, and I, th- I think he'll continue to do that for sure. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Well, you see, it's been a great night. Thank you very much for uh, for hanging out. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Uh, special thanks to all our, you know, you know, you know, the regulars, you know, uh, Ro from the Ronos podcast, Hutch I Son from uh, South Texas Trainwrecks, Victoria Months of Ice, uh, from the um, Alice and One and a Food Trucks, Axe Daddy's Throw House. EC, any any news? We uh, we got a new. Still, we're still hanging tight. We're uh, we're not gonna launch yet, so just okay. keep your fingers crossed. But uh, definitely, when uh, when it goes down, you will see us. Uh, you'll see us out there for sure. And, not uh, yet. The official soccer team, women's soccer team of the Dorenry podcast. They're kicking ass from what I see on Instagram. The Norman North, right? North is North. Yep, Norman North soccer team. They were playing tonight. We got uh, rained out. Well, there was lightning, so the game got postponed. But they're already up 5-1 first half, so. We'll finish it tomorrow at six. So we'll start off at five one. Ten minutes left in the first half, and uh, they'll probably run roll them. Just being honest. 
to so. the official official soccer team. Yes. Soccer, official soccer team, not men's, not women's, official soccer team, period, of the podcast. Because they, those, those ladies, uh, I put them up against any men's team at, at, the, at, the, at that age because they kick some ass. So, um, you guys, have a good weekend. I hope we'll see you next week after the Burnley game. Y'all have a good night. And Lucky Diaz, where you at? Uh-huh.